Oh, we may just have a new theme song for Von Palmer right there. He joins us now from the Vancouver Sun to talk about, well, BC's Restart 2.0. Good morning, Vaughn. And good morning, Simi. You got anything grouchier or more curmudgeonly no. to play for me this morning? No, but that's the irony of the music choice. Well, <laughs> oh, irony. Okay. Yes, exactly. So uh, yeah, let's talk I, about the grouchiness then. Why so grouchy? Well, yeah, I mean, you said it, eh? This is Restart 2.0. So we had one of these last year, Restart 1.0. And let's see what happened after that. We had uh, Premature Victory Lap an election called just as the second wave was starting to build, entered the year in denial about the fact that a third wave was at hand. And since Restart 1.0, we've had more deaths, more cases, uh, wider spread, more outbreaks of COVID-19 than we ever imagined. So Mark me down as a dour skeptic, as I was described on Twitter yesterday. <laughs> I say it ain't over till it's over. Oh, are they getting and, I, and look, I recognize that no one's going to put me on the short list to, for hug day. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, even members of my alone. own family are going to go, God, would you just shut up and <laughs> get over it? You're not alone on that. I was also thinking, I don't know, a little too soon to promote BC hug day there. Uh, but you make great points here. Is that, can we not, do we not learn? our lessons from the first and second wave to with a note of caution although we'd yeah. like to do all these things there's certain milestones we have to hit yeah I, the line from the premier yesterday that i thought was the best thing he said was if we've learned anything from the pandemic it is to expect the unexpected and i think on that basis yeah uh, the difference as Dr. Henry told us, between Restart 2.0 and Restart 1.0 is that we now have vaccines, and they're miracles. And I think we all feel that, and we didn't even know a year ago that we were going to have them. We were told maybe never, maybe years. So that is fantastic news. And that's where the Premier is saying it's fantastic news uh, plays well. Uh, Dr. Henry saying it's a miracle. Uh, the problem is that it is vaccine delivery. And look, uh, we have been struggling in British Columbia because our national government did not serve the country well in lining up vaccine supplies. So B.C. has been forced to divert scarce supplies to getting everybody vaccinated one vaccine. That is good news. And we've made a lot of progress on that. But we're way behind on second doses. That matters because this study that came out in the UK over the weekend, which says that, you know, to be fully protected against the B1617.2 variant, and it's first identified in India, so that's why you hear Indian sometimes, um, that one to be fully protected, you need two doses. And we're a long way from having everybody with second doses. Uh, as of yesterday, Adrian Dix reported only less than 4% of the BC population has the second doses. They're stepping up delivery. That's yes. good news. Dr. Henry also acknowledged yesterday that, you know, we do have to monitor the situation, monitor the data, and those dates may change because this is a data-driven rollout. It is not driven by a political agenda tied to dates. Okay, so I'm going to be an optimist on this one, Vaughn, yep. because I think that even when it came to the vaccine, the spacing out of the two vaccines, I always felt that they had really 
under promised on that in order to over deliver when the time came? Uh, yep. We're getting, they what? We were originally, what? At one point it was going to be 16 weeks, then it was 12. Uh, they've now shortened it to 50 days, which is, uh, I had to do the math this morning, just like Gordon McDonald, and what, that's seven weeks in a day. So yes, uh, we're getting second doses sooner, and they're going to be prioritized uh, to the people who most need it, so vulnerable and so forth. Yes, uh, we're going to get that if we can just hang in there through uh, second doses. Uh, there's reason to think that the restart plan may be able to continue. Uh, my reservations are on the issue of variants. We only have a small number of them here at the moment. We've certainly managed the Brazilian one correctly and managed to contain it, as the Wall Street Journal reported recently. But I'm still worried about something Dr. Henry said a while ago. She said, Variants arise because of spread, and there's plenty of places in the world where spread is continuing at an alarming rate. That's how evolution works. So we're lucky so far. The variants that have emerged have been treatable, containable by vaccines, but... You know, uh, we don't have enough people with second doses yet in B.C., so uh, the, the, the really alarming transmissible variant may continue to spread here. And, of course, there's the risk that there may be variants out there coming for us that the vaccines have to be tweaked to make them work. So, yeah, I'm, I'm still in, uh, what is it, old Yogi Berra territory. It's not over till it's over. <laughs> Okay, so obviously more to come on the vaccination effort, right? But it sounds like right now it's moving full speed ahead. Are there any concerns about like not enough people registering? I know they've been really pushing that pretty hard. Yeah, there's two things that I think uh, you pick up. Uh, again, even in its optimism, the government is concerned about. The first is uh, register for vaccination. And Health Minister Adrian Dix has been just relentless on this. Register, register, register. The you know, they say we're almost 3 million people now. We're approaching 3 million British Columbians with first doses. There's a concern that, you know, the last million will be harder to get vaccinated than the first 3 million. And that's just recognition that younger people may not get the message. People in communities that don't, you know, hang on our every word may not get the message. So, yes, there is a concern. We have to keep at it to get everybody vaccinated to get to that level that they think will represent community immunity or herd immunity, maybe 80%, because there's some people that aren't going to get vaccinated and there's some people that aren't going to be protected by vaccinations because they're immunocompromised and all that. So there's the first thing. Right. I think the other thing, Simi, is a concern that arises from last year about the reference to premature victory laps, uh, that people are going to go nuts, you know. Yes. Um, they're not going to read the cautionary statements about what you can do in first wave and sorry first phase and second phase and third phase and fourth phase they're going to fast forward to september the 7th and start acting like it's here already and of course you know that could disrupt the restart and certainly dr henry and the premier both said that yesterday so obviously, yeah, there is some caution that is in here as well. What about the tourism aspect of this? Because, you know, do, do we send enough of a message to the rest of Canada saying, yeah, we're going to open, but just not quite yet. Don't start booking everything right now. 
Yeah, I you know the the challenge for people that are booking based on this schedule is that the dates could change. You know, I, we've we've heard stories in the past. Remember those people who'd booked, you know, for the holiday weekend, we just ended Airbnb and they went, well, we didn't know they were going to shut down travel. And, and that's true. And they want to get their money refunded and some places refunded them and some didn't. So that's true. Um, you know, uh, the premier uh, this week uh, is wrestling with the his belated discovery that the Americans were going to get that bill through on the cruise ships. Uh, he was supposed to talk to one of the Alaska politicians yesterday. The Alaskan turned out to be busy yesterday. Oh, <laughs> wow. Get, <laughs> Planning cruise uh, ship itineraries, so I guess. I think there's now the premier's looking at June the 9th. Um, that one has left the barn door, you know, the left open for some time. We, we've got a, a problem this summer that the Americans are resuming their Alaskan cruise ship season without stopping in British Columbia. And Everybody's hoping that this is just for the summer and that next year we'll be back to normal. We'll Wait, see. Wouldn't you also say, though, the ball is now in the federal government's court in terms yes. of here's BC's plan, yes. other provinces are similar. What, yes. Let's start talking about opening the country up. Yeah, you know, it is strange that uh, we know that the federal government does seem to be scheming for an early election this year. Uh, they'd like very much to win a majority. Uh, yet they have been strangely uh, silent on raising hopes across the country. Uh, if they were just playing politics, I suppose you could say they would have uh, been talking up this idea more and more. But they really haven't. Uh, they didn't focus on the cruise ship issue here in British Columbia. They haven't really focused on uh, opening the border. I think the Americans would very much like to get back to normal and reopen the border it's canada that's been dragging its feet so yeah i agree there's we need to hear from ottawa and i think the pressure will be growing from the provinces to say where are you on our restart plan because we need you to be there on a whole bunch of issues that is so true vaughn thank you bye bye